coin talk. Here comes the thriller coin talk. Welcome to Thriller Coin Talk with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. We are still in beta phase of this show. Let us know what you think via our Patreon. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Today... We are talking. Uh, we got a lot on the table, actually. Um, first, let's let's recap from yesterday. So, if you guys uh, listened to yesterday's podcast, it was uh, it was on Red Coin and the Dark Army. So, this fucking podcast episode blew up, man. It blew up. Uh, it's kind of crazy that the amount of listens we had for yesterday's episode um, was just insane in twenty four hours. It was just insane, um, just because. I didn't think I I, knew, I kind of had a feeling that I was going to piss off a lot of the redheads as they're called the 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 redhead dark army um, as I'm dubbing them, but they literally went to Reddit and they made a separate post and they started uh, chiming in on everything I said. So there's a couple people that were very upset. So this okay, well let me tell you that let me tell you the good. So this guy says. Guy makes a lot of sense about how Redcoin hasn't done a thing in a very long time. Only reason it got pumped was because of McAfee, and like a week prior, it was at two cent or two tenths of a cent. I own two hundred seventy thousand Redcoins and really like their ideas, but there's co- but their coins with a working product already that I'd rather invest in. Once I make my money back, chances are I pull out. This other guy says, I am owning 24 million of these red coins and I will sell in Q2 2018. They promise to deliver the red ID in Q2. New developers are added to their team. The communication is fucked up. Red is not com- red is not communicating. No commentary, no activity on their GitHub. And then another person says, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Unprofessional. Keep your investors in the dark for so long. I'm giving them two weeks after that. Fuck them. And then some other guy like posted another discussion where they're talking about it. And now these people are talking about this episode and it's just getting, it's, it's like swirling out of control. Um, at this point, this guy, th- this is what he said. Okay. So this, we said, this guy is assuming the value of the coin is linked to how much work developers are doing on it. From my understanding, red is, is an asset, not stake in the company. Let me ask this. Does the price of Apple, and then he tries to compare something. And then some other guy goes, the value of crypto is only what people believe it should be. If the coin isn't being developed or used, then I would expect its price not moving next to nothing. So people are harping on this guy because they thought that he he made this podcast. <laughs> so so some other guy is getting blamed for all for all for posting this. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You should come listen to the podcast. Uh, and then here I want to show you like some of the. This guy says, no idea who the who the dude is who did the podcast. It was posted randomly on this sub, and no one seemed to care. I listened to it, and it brought up concerns, hence why I wanted more info, info explanation from official sources. <laughs> some, people, some people think this is some kind of like FUD slinger or something. This guy goes, if you're going to make a podcast and have questions about things, ask me or ask anyone else from my team. It's just loaded with misinformation and assumptions, which is pretty hard to listen to. <laughs> oh, man, dude. So, they, yeah, they got really upset. Um, some of the devs are on there defending it now. Um, my two cents on it. We reviewed it yesterday. I looked into it for like three hours, guys. I spent three hours looking into Redcoin. This is one I have a shit ton of Redcoin. I have a shit ton of Redcoin invested in as well. Like, this was... This is not easy for me just to be like, you know, talking crap about a coin that I carry. That'd be like me. Well, I don't love Redcoin that much, but I'm just saying like, if I own it, I'm going to be honest with myself. And I think a lot of people aren't being honest with themselves, especially in crypto. Um, So I'm sorry if you guys are upset. Didn't mean to piss you off, but I own some Redcoin too. It was very disheartening to see how much how much work wasn't done. So I hope this actually forces the red um, developers, red hat or the red developers to actually, you know, show updates, actually prove everything that they're doing. You know, you know, look at, take some, I wouldn't say this, but like 
look at the way Tron is marketing. Like, you guys should be marketing like that. Why can't you do exactly like that? I mean, there's other coins like Ethereum that are constantly doing updates. They're constantly out there speaking. There's no one who's out there speaking for Redcoin. There's no front face for Redcoin. That's why I'm saying this is why it looks kind of fishy. And honestly, guys, if there's tons of cryptocurrency out there right now, you have so many different options you can invest in. If there's some that are already looking kind of shady like this one, I mean, not I'm not saying all of it. Maybe these guys are right. Maybe they are working on it, whatever. But there's some blurred lines in here that just aren't adding up. Do you know what I mean? Like we looked at it. There's some blurred lines on there. Go back, listen to the podcast again. There's some blurred lines in there. We'll, okay, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Say they're working on it. But that still doesn't explain a lot of the other things we brought up yesterday. So there's just too much to invest in right these days that it's kind of it doesn't make sense to invest in a coin that's, you know, that has potential to just be a shill, you know? That's why I'm saying, like, it doesn't it doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. There's easier ways in crypto to make money, and Redcoin holding on to it long-term. I would wait, honestly, honestly, I would wait till Redcoin gets to, like, 50 cents, 65 cents, till it starts proving itself. And then I would maybe look at investing because then maybe they would, you know, come around. But right now, it's still too early to drop, like, this guy, 25 million. That's ridiculous, dude. What are you doing? Anyways, you should invest that in Cardano. That's a real project. Or, or honestly, invest it in Ripple, because they're going to jump on Coinbase here pretty soon. Or invest it in Stellar. That's a way better coin to put your money into. Invest it in, or Ethereum, honestly. Like, invest it in Ethereum. There's, there's way easier coins out there. That you could be investing that money into. So I'm just saying, you do whatever you want with your money. But here on Thriller Podcast, Redcoin is not one we are holding and is not one that I am recommending to the people that listen to me to go out and buy because it's honestly, it's not worth it. It's just too many blurred lines. It doesn't make any sense to, to invest in a coin like that. Um, everybody in the Telegram had been talking about Redcoin today. I think it was Joe that had said that um, he had actually bought some and then he sold it. Um, so good on him for actually selling it when he had the chance to. Um, I'm holding my red coin. I'm hoping I can make I can break even. As soon as I can break even, I'm selling. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with red coin. But yeah, exciting episode yesterday. I'm surprised a lot of people. Hopefully we woke up some people yesterday. Hopefully some people actually who are holding Redcoin thought twice now. Now they now these people that are devs have some explaining to do, you know, because honestly, all we're doing is bringing this shit to light. If I'm able to figure this out here, why why isn't everybody else looking? And it's probably going to hopefully this makes them become a little bit more honest up front about everything. I mean, like like uh Charlie Lee says, you got to take a little fud to become the next crypto, the next big crypto. And honestly, you know, Litecoin went through the same thing. A lot of these early cryptos like Bitcoin went through the same thing. If you guys truly are trying to become this social thing and then go out there and show me, you know, become the Bitcoin that you want to become. Anyways, and I think that's it for for that. Um, also wanted to mention uh, we talked about uh, Bitcoin showing up on the Square Cash app today. Um, that's exclusively for patrons. If you guys want to listen to Thriller Podcast Minis, head over to our Patreon. You got to sign up for at least a dollar a month. That's not a lot to ask, honestly. Like for as much information and as much value as I give you, a dollar a month is not much to ask. You probably lose that with a red coin. (laughs) You've lost more than a dollar a month on red coin. I could have saved you if you would have just listened to me. So honestly, we have a dollar a month uh, subscriptions or we have $5 a month subscriptions. Even $5 a month is not a lot to ask, honestly, either. So you could you could be you could be throwing me five bucks and I could you know make a living and do this full time and then you could also be like getting some really good advice. So what else? What else do we got? Uh, oh yeah. So today we're introducing a new segment. It is called Telegram Coin Request. Oh yeah. It is coming from Cameron in our Telegram group. If you guys don't know what that is, you need to check out the show notes and actually join it because people are joining by the dozen. It's awesome. Also, thanks to Joe for actually coming up with the telegram, not Billy. I made a mistake yesterday. Thanks to Billy for fessing up on that. (laughs) All right, let's jump into that. Telegram, 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 telegram. 
Telegram, Telegram, Telegram. We have a Telegram. Coin request. So this one actually comes from Cameron. He just joined our Telegram group. He goes... Hey, wondering your thoughts on the other type of lending platforms like Salt and Ethland. I'm not very knowledgeable about Salt, but I bought into Ethland beginning of January at around 15 cents. It offers decentralized lending of crypto using smart contracts and the Ethland tokens are collateral. I think this can be great for people all over the world being able to obtain loans without the banks. They seem to have a very young team, but are very active on Telegram and actually have an MVP. That is already up and running, and people are already using this. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Cam from Australia. So, honestly, I looked into Salt. Um, I wanted to look into Ethlin, really did, um, but I feel like that one's going to take a little bit more time than the amount of time I had to to look into it. And I don't really want to give you like, you know, a bad, you know assessment of it all so i think we're probably going to have to make that a whole main topic for for thriller podcast ethlin because it sounds like something that uh multiple people are talking around about around the net so i did look into salt because i'm familiar with salt i've have been looking at it for well since it came out back in october i think um and this is one that i've been following um probably since last year and when I say following, I mean following, just kind of observing every day, looking at the crypto markets, just seeing its progress, uh, seeing what other people are saying about it, watching videos. Today was actually the first day I actually really looked into it again. Um, I spent about 30 to 45 minutes reading up on SALT. Um, for you guys who don't know, I'm going to play a video right now from SALT starting now. Even if you'd bought Bitcoin in 2016 and kept it until 2017, you could have made a profit of over 700%. If you'd kept all those coins, that is. Even though us Bitcoiners love to hodl, chances are that you've already had to sell some to pay for your Bitcoin-fueled lifestyle. Now imagine this. What if you could hold Bitcoin and have money to spend at the same time? In 2017, this is finally a reality with SALT. SALT is a next-generation lending platform for blockchain-backed loans. We make it easy to get cash without having to sell your favorite investment. Here's how it works. Joining is fast and easy, with quick approvals and no credit checks. The only thing you need to get started is Purchase SALT, built on an ERC-20 smart contract, which allows you to purchase membership on the SALT lending platform. Once you become a member, you can put up your Bitcoins and other blockchain assets as collateral and borrow money from our extensive network of lenders. The application process is fast, and as soon as you pay back your loan, you get your collateral back with no early repayment fees. Now you can get cash to pay bills, remodel your home, buy a car, or even start a new business. And your crypto is right there if you need it. Salt. Keep your crypto. Get your cash. So if you take a look at their website, you can see that they actually have a very nice site. Um, the marketing is top-notch. Um, I'm looking at some of the images that they use. It's all top-notch as well. Um, they have a title that says Blockchain Back Loans, Hold Your Assets, Get Your Cash, Become a Member. And then they go into the process, the economics, the liberty, um, basically everything the promo video talked about. Um, they also mention collateral versus credit score. They say in the past, the difficulty and cost of liquidating, transferring, and storing assets has required lenders to focus on credit worthiness of the borrower as well as the value of their borrower's assets. It goes into that. They also talk about different people that invest, like long-term investors, day traders. Um, then they talk about like you know uh, the different tiers and products they offer. So they have a regular membership in, a membership tier which they uh, access up to 10000 You can access up to $10,000, uh, three to 24-month term. And then there's a $100,000 uh, tier, a premier tier, and that's one to 36-month term. And they have a million-dollar <laughs> enterprise tier. Yeah, it, it, goes, it goes a lot. They, they also have their own merch packet, portfolio management, credit card, debit cards, code storage, enterprise wallets, API integration, 
Um, they talk about their lending and borrowing experience. The platform looks great. Like everything looks top notch. I'm impressed. Like I'm really impressed. They formed at the in Q4 uh, of October, the late September. Um, they got actually they got on the um, Salt got on um, Exodus Wallet like almost immediately when it came out, which was kind of weird. Launch they launched blockchain backed lending platform was in 2017 Q4. So their new Q1 2018 are Ethereum's collateralized loans. They're going to uh, create a development platform for API and Dev tools and launch Loan Fund. So that's going on too as well. And then they're going to launch credit cards here in Q2 of this year. And then finally, at the end of uh, 2018, they're going to launch Altcoin Collateralized Collateralized Loans and launch Salt Foundation. We look at the team. Team looks legit. Like everybody looks legit. It's all done very well. Uh, Technology and product team. They have advisors team. Eric Voorhees is an advisor. He's the one that created Shapeshift. Oh, you know what? Maybe that makes sense now. That's why he's... Because Exodus actually uses Shapeshift um, integration. So that makes sense. It's basically a, a platform to to trade uh, uh, coins for coins, Bitcoin to salt, and vice versa, stuff like that. Um, download the Exodus wallet. It's pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, we sidetracked there for a second. But yeah, I mean, everything looks legit. I mean, all these guys look legit. It looks legit. They have, they're in the press on Forbes, NASDAQ, Bitcoin. They have a lot going for them. I'm not going to lie. But what scared me now you know, there's something that always scares me. This scared me the most. And I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to say, well, Carlos, but let me read it. The very bottom they have there, you know, due diligence where they have to put whatever financial stuff. This says, this depiction is a summary of the process for obtaining a loan or making an investment. Terms and conditions apply. Loans are not made by salt lending. Salt lending is a platform. All loans are subject to review and approval. For example, a one-year $10,000 loan with a rate of 10% APR would have 12 scheduled monthly payments of $880. And annual percentage rates through SALT vary. Eligibility is not guaranteed. It requires that a sufficient pool of liquidity is available to fulfill your request and that you meet other conditions. Individual U.S. citizen borrowers must be permanent resident and at least 18 years old a valid bank account, a social security number, and FEIN are required. Refer to the membership agreement and the subscriber agreement for details in all terms and conditions. Barring against collateral entails risk and may not be appropriate for your needs. Salt lending does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your advisor. Also, it says, Salt's lending notes are issued pursuant to prospectus you should review the risk and uncertainties described in prospectus related to your possible investment in the notes. Not FDIC insured. Investments may lose value. No SALT or bank guarantee. SALT takes your privacy seriously. See our privacy policy for more details. So I'm going to break this motherfucker down. Because look, first off, they say they're trying to become this you know, blockchain bank <laughs> where you give them crypto and they give you a loan, right? It sounds like if I have 3000 BTCs, you're giving me a million dollar loan, right? Okay, well, why do you need my social security number? That that negates everything. Why wouldn't I just go sell those BTCs? It, you see what I mean? Another thing here, another thing here is the social security number. Why the fuck do you need my social security number? This is crypto, man. Fuck no. Am I giving a cryptocurrency my social security number? No, 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 no. Like, you see what I mean? Now does it make sense? Okay, so even let's give them that. Let's give them that. Okay, Carlos, you're getting money. Of course they need your social security number. It's not them. It's the government. Blah, 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 blah. We've heard it before. Okay, that's fine. But what other thing scares me, it says, FDIC, not FDIC insured. (laughs) So, okay, you want to be a bank. You want to do all this. You want my social security number. You want to do this, but you can't. You're not FDIC insured, so you're basically saying that I'm fucked if you guys go down. But you have my social security number and you have my Bitcoin. What? Okay. Do you see that there? You see what that looks like? It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. To me, what this looks like, and this is my honest truth, and we haven't even gotten to the charts yet. But you know what this looks like to me, honestly, it looks like 
a bunch of guys, I'm not calling out any names, but a bunch of guys with a shit ton of money want to, wanted to do this. They don't want to be insured by the by the FDIC because they probably can't. I mean, it took a long time for Coinbase to finally be FDIC insured. Or wait, are they? Hmm, let me check real quick. No, they are. They are. They're insured up to a certain amount, but still, they're insured. Um, it took them a long time, but you're telling me you don't want to go that route? Or maybe they do want to go that route, but they just haven't gotten the opportunity, which is also possible. Or maybe they're just trying to become what they say they're trying to become, but why do you need my social? Or maybe that's the government. Either way, it's all it's all a hogwash. It's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff that that's kind of like feels wrong. I want to be right, but it feels so wrong. It must be right, but I don't know. So yeah, if I was no, I would never. I would never go give them my Bitcoin and lend it. I'd rather sell it. So as a platform, I'm not on board with salt lending. Now let's take a look at the coin. So it's an ERC-20 token. It's basically Ethereum's blockchain. There's nothing special about it. EOS is an ERC-20 token. Nothing special. I mean, it. I mean, they have smart contracts on them, of course. But you know what I mean? It's just like any of these other ERC-20 tokens. I mean, it's all on the Ethereum network. You know, it. yeah. Anyway, so they started off probably with an ICO, and they sold at seven dollars. I'm assuming because I I don't know I don't know if it was an ICO or not. So it's at seven dollars. September 29th, it literally crashed down to two bucks by the end of October. I guess a lot of people sold who were early investors, probably even before that first came up. Um, and then we go down here in November. It's two dollars and forty one cents. That was when it was popular. And then we go here during the the Thanksgiving holiday when everything was up. Still was at three dollars. Then we go up to December. It's maximizing. It's back up to $7. And then on to the end of December, it gets as high as 17 bucks. It gets as high as 17 bucks on, on December 29th. And then finally, it gets to $15 here in the middle of January. And then just recently, it fell back down to 8 bucks. There's only 71 million of these in circulating supply. There's gonna be a hundred. There's gonna be a total of 120 million. Uh, coin market cap of 578 million dollars. Um. So, what what I would do on this, honestly, if you really want my advice, Cameron, on salt, I would pass. The only reason I would say pass, I'm sure. I'm sure these guys like Eric Voihees and all these other advisors and all these other guys that are on the team. They'll get you a nice return, but they'll get you a really nice return, a really nice return because those guys can make shit happen. I mean, they have they have a nice resume, all of them, all of them do. But honestly, we should have bought this back when it was two bucks in October of last year. You know what I mean? Like it literally was two dollars and forty three cents. That's when we should have bought it. Yeah, that's the lowest it's been two dollars and forty three cents back in October, October twenty third. No, I'm sorry, October 21st. So we should have bought it back then, and then we would have made some nice gains. I think right now at 8 bucks, it's gotten as high as $17. So it's very possible it can get that high again, maybe, maybe even surpass it. If you're asking me to check out the loan, no, don't do it. Do not do that. That, that's, that would be nuts if you gave them your Bitcoin to get a loan. Don't do it. You're better off selling it and then rebuying it whenever you, you know, pay that, pay that money back. Um, but as a coin at $8 right now, I would not buy it. I would wait if I, if I was in the market to buy some salt, I would wait till it gets back down to three bucks or two bucks or $4 even, but buying at $8, I wouldn't. Can it get high? I think it can. I think the team that they have in place, I think you're right about that. I think the team they have in place, I think everybody that they have in place, those guys are all stars, man. They'll will this shit to happen and... I don't know who's going to be trying to do loans, but it's a great idea. And sometimes in crypto, all you need is a great idea. But at $8, I would not buy it. Hell no. That's too much. Too much. Too much risk. Too much risk. But that's pretty much it. That's our Telegram coin request. If you guys want to be a part of the Telegram coin request, I will be fishing for some tomorrow because we have another Thriller Coin Talk coming up tomorrow. So I will definitely be asking you guys in Telegram and seeing 
whoever comes up first, should we do it that way or should we do turns? It's up to you guys. You guys decide and let me know and I'll do whatever way you want. Now let's get into our coin talk segment, baby. It is time. Everything you have been waiting for. Coin talk. Well, the market looks pretty good. I mean, it's not it's, it's not like going down. <laughs> I mean, it's steady, right? I mean, I can't complain. Uh, as long as as long as I can look at my block folio and see a green, I am happy. Uh, let's see how much in the green I am. Well, actually, I was in the green earlier for six, seven hundred dollars, which is good. Now I'm back down at, to two hundred dollars the recording of this podcast but i'm swell with it guys i really am um yeah i'm looking everything's looking good for me earlier but it was funny today at work um (laughs) my boss was like hey how much did you lose this week (laughs) and i was like really man you want to know how much i lost this week would that make you happy (laughs) i didn't tell him of course but no actually i think no i didn't tell him i was like no dude like Sometimes you have down weeks, sometimes you have up weeks. As long as you're using money that you know that you're going to spend on something else, like I've been saying. I, honestly, guys, like during Christmas, I wanted to pull out $500 in my crypto and buy a Nintendo Switch just because I was bored for that whole week. I didn't have anything to do. So <laughs> I didn't. But like, you see what I mean? Like, that's the kind of money I would have spent my crypto on. And that $500 I used instead to buy Cardano. So it's kind of like, you know, it. it I don't know. It's just I, I was going to use that money on something else. So I might as well use it on something that could possibly make me money and then support a good cause like uh, Cardano. Because I really think they're doing great things for crypto, honestly. I'm really hella bullish on Cardano. Anyways, so let's jump. Oh, you know what we didn't play? We need to play our disclaimer. What am I thinking, Carlos? You got to play the disclaimer, man. How are people supposed to know that you don't know anything about crypto? Apparently, apparently all the redheads in Reddit think I don't know shit. <laughs> it's fine, man. A lot of us don't know anything. I think I know. I think I know a lot more than most because I listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I don't listen to any crypto podcasts, and the reason for that is because I don't. I don't want to be influenced by their by their by their shows. You know what I mean? Like I don't listen to them because it's. It, it would be like. I don't want to steal their ideas and I don't want their ideas to, I don't want to form any of my, I don't want to, I don't want to have a quarterback, you know, armchair quarterback kind of thing where I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's a cool segment or, Oh, that's a crappy segment. You know what I mean? So I'd rather just keep it the way I do it. Keep it fresh, keep it live, do it real, you know? Yeah, no, but I'm just saying like, yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, I don't know. I really like to take my own advice Honestly, you guys should take your own advice too. Hear what I say, but do as you want. That's what I say. Do as you want. That's the only way you're going to make money. Follow your gut. You guys, I know some of you guys like Joe and like Flippo, BTC, like you guys have been involved in the crypto game for a long time. So you guys are pros already. You really don't need me, but I enjoy having you. You know, you guys are like my guests. I love having you guys here. All of y'all. You guys, you guys make this this life of mine much more worthwhile these days, which I appreciate it. Now let's play the disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. So if we look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin is down 4%. Not bad. It's at 11174 bucks. Honestly, guys, now that I feel like I feel like Bitcoin is going to make its way back up. I know it's been a while since I said that. I know. Like, I'm pinching myself right now, too, because I'm like, you know what? Bitcoin's Bitcoin's looking tasty again. I'm not even I'm not even lying. Maybe it was the whole uh, Square Cash app thing that kind of got me excited about it, but I think that's going to change the game. 
really do because it was very easy for me to buy Bitcoin today, much easier than on Coinbase. That's all I'm going to say about that. If you want to know more about that, you got to listen through our podcast minis. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm getting that I'm getting that taste again for Bitcoin. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, I think I want to buy some Bitcoin. I think what I want to do is turn my red coin into Bitcoin <laughs> and just hodl and then just hodl my Bitcoin again because eleven thousand is a really good price. We know as high as it can go. Remember when it got to twenty one thousand? That was beautiful. Those were beautiful days back then. We'll get there again, guys. I'm I'm sure. We got Ethereum here at a thousand dollars. So another damn Ethereum looks tasty right now at a thousand bucks. Holy shit! I didn't realize it was at a thousand dollars. Holy crap! Or a thousand six dollars, but still, that's that's a good price for Ethereum. Even if it gets back down to 800 bucks, we're still good. We got Ripple. Piece of shit coin. <laughs> I can't, man, I swear to God, guys, I cannot wait. I cannot, like, I swear, I'm going to be screaming. I can't wait to get rid of my Ripple coin. It's like a, it's like having a thorn, you know, like in your, in your rib. And you're just like trying to pull it out because, you know, it's, it, the only, the only thing it's doing is it keeping the blood in, but you want to pull it out as soon as you can and take yourself to the doctor to, yeah, man, Ripple. I hate holding Ripple. I hate holding it so bad. I really do. But honestly, the reason I'm holding it is because I'm waiting for it to show up on Coinbase. I think it will here. I don't know the date, guys. A lot of people are asking everywhere. It's I don't know the date. I really don't. You know, I saw, was it a month back, uh, the API screenshot on, on Ripple on Coinbase. That was floating across the net. I don't know if that was faked or not. And then here recently, maybe about three weeks ago, they were talking about it showing up on the 21st of January. Do not take that as that, as truth because this that was just something that I read. I don't even know if that's true. I don't know where that came from. It was all from the same Reddit submerged post that I was looking at. So if it does, that would mean the tw- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, because Sunday is uh, the 20th. 1922. No, Sunday's the 21st. Holy fuck. When did BTC, when did Bcash, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't mean to call it Bcash. I mean, when did uh, Bitcoin Cash get uh, released on? Thriller effect, thriller effect, thriller effect, thriller effect. Oh, no. I think we just gave Bitcoin Cash a thriller effect. Okay, so I looked it up. It looks like it is on the 25th, 25th, the 18th is when somebody posted on Reddit that Bitcoin Cash is coming in the next few days on the 19th. Coinbase announced it that it would be supporting Bitcoin Cash. Uh, and that and then it got released on the 25th. So I'm not saying Ripple's gonna come out, but there were rumors of that. So I'm not trying to get rumors started either, guys. I promise. I swear to God. I'm not trying to get rumors started, but I'm just saying if we look at the evidence, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe long shot. Maybe a long shot somewhere in there because it. I mean, if you're a Coinbase, how would you release these? Like one, because they did say they were going to release coins. They literally said they were going to release coins coming up the beginning of next year. And they said multiple coins. They didn't just say one coin. They didn't say we're going to introduce one coin. No, they literally said they're going to introduce multiple coins. And Ripple right now is at a dollar fifty-five. So if you were going to introduce a new coin. Wouldn't you want that coin to be really, really low? Just saying. Just saying. It would be interesting if Ripple showed up on Coinbase here in the next few days. God, that'd be crazy. Anyways, I can't wait to get rid of my Ripple is what I'm saying. I literally can't. As soon as it gets to $10, I'm selling out, guys. I, I've been holding this coin too long. I don't feel good about it. Like, you know, I just don't. I'd rather use that and hold Cardano, like a really good project. I'm not saying the people at Ripple aren't doing a great project. I think they are. It's just that, you know, everybody has their own beliefs and different types of crypto and everybody believes, everybody wants different things in crypto, you know, especially when it comes to coins, but especially when it comes to people that hold them. We all want to hold the coin that we believe in. Ripple is just not a coin that I believe in. It doesn't mean, it doesn't take away its value from anything else for you guys. If you guys believe in Ripple, then keep investing in it. Like, that's all I have to say. I'm just saying, like, Ripple is not my, is not my favorite coin. Cardano and Bitcoin probably are my two favorite coins. Honestly, I like them all. I like Ethereum too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, and I love Stellar. Anyway, let's, okay, let's keep going. What am I doing? I got sidetracked for a while there. So if you look here at uh, Cardano, Cardano is at 61 cents. Um, it's down 8%. Uh, 
that's that's fine. I'm still holding. Uh, Litecoin at a hundred and eighty-seven dollars. It's down two percent. Okay, it's fine. I think if Litecoin just stays above one hundred and fifty, I think uh, I think that's fine. I think what's going to help them is once they release the Lightning Network stuff, and I think. I think that what that after that after they release that I think that might be the last big well unless I don't know man honestly if they keep if they keep pumping out more more new interesting ideas with Litecoin and Bitcoin um, I think I think it could have long term sustainability um, so we'll see we'll see on Litecoin it's just I was so hundred percent gun ho on Litecoin you know a year ago at this time and now I'm kind of like. 85% gun hole on them. So it dropped 15%. And mainly it dropped just because Charlie dropped his Litecoin. But to each their own, you know. Anyway, NEM at a dollar three. We got uh Neo at $132. And NEM looks pretty good. Neo's too rich for my blood. We got Stellar at 48 cents. It's down 6%. Hmm. 48 cents. Hmm. Got IOTA at $2.67. IOTA is another one that has, they do really great marketing. It's like Tron. They just, they kill it on the marketing part. It's just the other parts. <laughs> it's just creating an actual product is the hard part for them. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like, I wish you could marry coins. Like, it would be an interesting marriage. Um, like, if two coins merged, I wonder what that would look like. Um, I mean dev teams and teams. I don't mean the coins like becoming Iota Tron. Like, you know, that would be weird. I mean like the teams. Um, then we got Dash here at $805. Man, Dash is a stud, man. Gosh. I wish I would have got it early on Dash. We got EOS at 990, 900 I'm sorry, $9.93. Gosh, I almost scared you guys. I would have been scared myself because I had some EOS. Yeah, so it's at 9 bucks. So it's going to hit $10 here. Um, it's down 7%. It's usually where it stays at. Uh, we got Monero at $309. Monero, man, that's another stud right there, Monero. We got Tron at $0.07. Cents. Tron trucking along, you know. It was funny that I was I was kind of thinking that uh, I was going to get a backlash a backlash from Tron doing the whole Tron episode on Monday, but honestly, uh, just as many people listened to the Tron episode too, and we didn't get any we didn't get any backlash on that episode. So uh, maybe I just I don't know. I I think that tells you more about the community. I think the, the I think the coins that can that can hear the criticism and then take it in stride might be the ones that uh you know. Might be the ones that actually do become big. I'm not saying Tron is going to become big. Go listen to that episode. You have my opinion there, but yeah, I feel like you got people like Red Red Coin where they get really upset. Um, but it's better form. We got uh, Ethereum Classic at twenty nine dollars, so that's that's down a lot actually, down for four percent. We got Icon at seven dollars. Man, Icon's looking good. We got Lisk. At twenty one bucks, yeah, Lisk is just a brilliant coin on itself. We got Ryblox at sixteen dollars. We got OMGO at seventeen bucks. We got Tether at a dollar four. We got Verge at ten cents. It's clawing its way back. It's clawing its way back into my heart. Is what it's trying to do. Gosh, man, I still have nightmares of Verge, guys. Honestly, like I remember when we talked about it on the podcast. And a lot of us got in early when I got in at nine tenths of a cent, and that was that was that was that was fun. those were fun times. <laughs> those were really fun times. Uh, man, I wish I would have told you guys an exit strategy back then. This is before I, I really learned how to podcast. <laughs> I really wish I would have told you guys let's let's jump out, you know, at, at a certain at a certain mark instead of you guys holding for a really long time. So do apologize about that. I still have nightmares about it, honestly. But yeah, Verge at ten cents. I I think I'm gonna wait until Verge becomes a dollar. And the only reason I say that is there's just too much going on with that coin right now. You guys know the drama. But honestly, if like like with Redcoin, if Verge is gonna become what it says it's gonna become, then it is gonna become that. It just will. But if it's not, then it's it's not. But I don't 
I don't want to risk a lot of money on Verge at this price right now. I'll risk a lot of money when it becomes a dollar. Then I'll know that it's a it's a real it's a real you know it's a real coin worth holding at that point. There's nothing wrong with buying coins that are over a dollar. I think I think I think a lot of us in crypto try to buy them really low. I know I did. I, I bought Cardano really low. I bought Stellar really low. I even bought Ripple really low and sold it. You know, then I bought back in again really high. But now Ripple looks different to me at a dollar fifty five than it did when I when I held it at fifteen cents. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those where I like, even though I held it at fifteen cents and then sold it at twenty five cents. Yes, for a ten, yeah, it was ridiculous. Even though I did that, um, it doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't take away the money that I I'm gonna make now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been smarter to hold, but honestly, at the time, Ripple was getting a shit ton of a fud, a crap ton of fud at the time. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but last year in June, July, Ripple was getting the shaft, man, and they still get the shaft. And this was before they actually had a really. Because they used to suck at marketing. I remember when they. I remember when they would do like these whole three day kind of like um, uh, uh, speaking announcements, and they would talk about their their coin and stuff. They would just suck. They didn't know how to tweet. They didn't know how to do anything. They got their marketing. They got their marketing team just as good as they got their their cryptography team. They got that team. You know, there's a lot of good talent on that team, and then they have their marketing team now that are actually killing it. You know, on social media. So. And it doesn't help having ex-bankers on their payroll either. Just saying. But you know what I mean? Like there's there's a reason there's a reason why some of those coins become better, look better at a dollar than some other ones. That's all I'm saying for Tron and Verge, well, especially for Verge. Like if Verge is gonna become this coin that we all think it's gonna become, then it'll get to a dollar. And then at that point, I'll invest and I'll hold and then I'll just keep holding. But yeah, that's all I got to say about Verge. Sorry if that went too long. If we look here at Sia Coin. Sia Coin is currently at four cents. Um, yeah, it looks it looks good, but I don't know. I don't know just yet. Uh, let's wait on this one. Let's wait on Sia Coin. If you guys already have Sia Coin, just hold, just hold for now. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy Sia Coin just yet. If it falls back down to three cents, then you don't want to you don't want to be buying right now because that could take a long time to get back up. But if you already bought in at five cents, it's really only four and nine tenths of a cent. Um, so you might as well just you might as well just hold. But uh, let's see here. We got uh, V Chain at five dollars and forty seven cents. Fuck you, V-Chain. I'm not looking at you anymore. Zcash at $488. Damn, Zcash is another stud, man. Got Bitcoin at 7 tenths of a cent. Man, this, this mining game for Bitcoin is getting tough. It's tough out there. Got Status for 30 cents. Gosh, man. I bought Status at 56 cents. Oh, my God. It's killing me. It's killing me. Now it's at 30 cents. I'm still holding. There's no point. No point to sell now. Just gonna hold. Wait to see what happens on it. Not worried. Should be picking up. I think a lot of these coins will pick up. Uh, it's, it's only down six percent, but still, it just stings a little. We got Steam at four dollars and thirty cents. Uh, not getting into that one. Got Dogecoin at seven tenths of a cent. It's pretty good. Got a uh, Dentacoin at two tenths of a cent. Wow, that's back down twelve percent. Holy shit. We got uh, Smart Cash at a dollar sixteen. Wasn't this really fucking high yesterday? Let's take a look at Smart Cash. Where were you at yesterday, Smart Cash? Could have sworn we saw it yesterday and we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, it was. It was high. It was like, no, no, it wasn't that high. Well, still, it's two dollars. It was two dollars. Now it's a dollar. Yeah, that's a hell of a crash, man. Wonder what happened with that. Smart Cash. Then we got, let's see here. We got Dragon Chain at $2.82. That's down 18%. Holy shit. Dragon Chain, what's going on with you, man? We got Digibyte at $0.06. Cents. We got Salt at $7.91. So it's actually going down. I don't know, Cameron. That one, 
man, if it gets to three dollars, four dollars, I might buy some. But yeah, that would just hold for right now. I mean, hold meaning not buy it. Uh, we got Decreed at eighty-three dollars. We got Golem at sixty-three cents. Gosh, man, Golem still looks good, man. I'm telling you, Golem, Golem, Golem. We got Gas at fifty-three dollars. We got Ethos at six dollars and sixty-nine cents. We got Dent Coin. Oh my gosh, Dent Coin, you took a major dump. So it's down sixteen percent at four cents. Gosh, man, this is one that I was really hoping for. Fuck. What's going on with you, Dent Coin? Let's see here. Yeah, they're they're making moves, man. They're trying. They're out there hustling. I'm looking at their social media profile. They're out there hustling. It's not uh, not from a lack of effort, that's for sure. Uh, might have to look into that one a little bit more closely. We looked into it, but did we really look? Do we spend three hours looking into it? That's that's the difference. I think you know what I'm going to start gauging this guys now. I'm going to start gauging a, a coin that I that I that I that, that I look at by the time I spend on it. So salt coin, we spent 35, 40 minutes on it. That's like that's breaking beneath the surface. Not that much, right? Um, yesterday, three we spent three hours. I spent three hours looking at red coin. Yeah, that's 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 like digging three feet deep. <laughs> that's that's a that's that's a lot of time to spend on it. Um, so yeah, we might have to start doing that. Um, I think the longest coin I ever looked at probably Bitcoin. <laughs> like, I spent like hours upon hours upon hours. Just watching Bitcoin videos, looking at Bitcoin, everything, reading about it. Anyway, so let's see here. We got, uh, where were we at? Oh, yeah, we were at Salt. Uh, we got, no, no, we were at Golem. No, we were at Dent. We got Funfair coin at 11 cents. Man, Funfair, that's another interesting coin. It's up 7%. Uh, we got our chain at $1.78. We got Red coin. Oh, man, Red coin, you're back down to one penny. One and four tenths of a cent. I'm sorry, Redcoin. I didn't mean to take you guys down. I don't think it was me, honestly. I don't think, I don't think I have that much of an impact. Do you guys think so? I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think I have a thriller effect. Thriller effect. Thriller effect. Thriller effect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. I had to. I had to. I had to. That was so funny. No, I, I honestly don't think it was me. I, I think. I think anything. I think people are waking up. You know. Let's call it that. Just because, you know, just just because some of these other crypto guys, you know, don't dive too deep into some of these coins, that's not my fault. <laughs> Do you know? I'm not calling any names out, <clears throat> David. Hey, I'm just saying, like, if if you would have spent a little bit more time, they probably would discover the same things. That's all I'm saying. So it's not my fault. I, I spent three hours looking into Redcoin. Um, anyway, let's let's stop talking about Redcoin before the redheads come after me. Uh, we got uh, Ken at 27%. What the fuck is Ken? Holy shit. So we got this new coin called Ken. It's at 70. It's number 71. On the coin market cap top 100. Um, it's up 27%. Oh shit. So it has. I don't even know if that's billion. Yeah, that is billion. 756 billion of these coins. 10 quadrillion of kin. Holy fuck. It's worth... The market cap is 390 million right now. What the fuck? So check this out. So it literally got released. It probably was an ICO. Got released here at uh, 4 and 2... Wait, 4 and 3 tenths of a cent? Oh my god, that's not even... It's not even a penny, not even close to one tenth of a penny. And then it got up to a penny here in January, January 6th. And then it crashed all the way down when we went to the market crash. And now it went all the way down to like, to like the fourth decimal place in a penny, which is very low. And now it's back up to the fifth decimal place in a penny, which is really, really low. What the fuck is this coin? How have we never heard of Kincoin, guys? Oh, it's on Ether Delta. Looks like it's on Murder 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 Cock Tots. Banco Network. 
Coin Falcon, IDEX. So it's on it's on exchanges that I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of Cost. That's a lie. But still, some of these other ones look kind of shady. They look kind of shady. Well, Market Talks. I've heard of that one. All right. Anyway, so they talk about it. Let's let's go let's go to their social media profile. Kinfoundation.reddit. So let's check this out. What is this coin? Related to the word kinship and conveying a feeling of being connected to community, the kin cryptocurrency is designed specifically to bring people together in a new shared economy and will serve as a foundation for the decentralized ecosystem of digital services. The kin ecosystem is a community of partners, digital services, and applications that adopt kin as their currency. The foundation acts as an independent nonprofit and democratic governance body for the members of this ecosystem. It's just a coin. And see, like... These are the these are the cryptocurrencies I I like I don't want to say hate because I don't I don't hate this coin but I'm just saying like it's just come on guys make, make do something better like try harder you know swing for the fences be like iota iota and, and promise way too much and and deliver very little be like Tron and promise the world and promise and promise a million transactions per second <laughs> you know like. I'm not saying lie, but at least shoot for the fences, you know? Yeah, this is just, yeah. I'm done looking at it. Ken, you had me. You had, Ken, you had me at 27%. Uh, We got uh, Request Network at 55 cents. We got Nexus at $6. We got Syscoin at 63 cents. Hmm, interesting. We got Substratum at $1.37. We got Bitcore at 6 percent up interesting we got z coin at 73 bucks wow game credits damn game credits just took a tumble it's down to 93rd place uh four dollars and 34 cents we got syndicator holy shit what is syndicator it's at 19 cents it's up 121 percent who the fuck are you syndicator we haven't heard of you let's see oh it looks like it just got released here in october of last year Came out at a penny out the gate. Shot up to 15 cents here in January. And then it crashed back down to 5 cents uh, on the flash crash Tuesday. Then now it's up 20 cents. What do they do? What do you do? Syndicator.reddit.com. Let's check you guys out. This is usually how I do it. I usually, when I'm looking at coin, I usually go like this. I check out these couple things. And then after that, I dive in further, but... Oh, wow. They have an interesting logo, Syndicator. Uh, they have a white paper there. I don't know if I want to dive into that right now. Let's just go to their website. Also, guys, if you're making a cryptocurrency, make sure to put a little a little kind of like, you know, paragraph of what your coin does. It makes it easier for everybody to, to talk about, it, especially when they're broadcasting to thousands of people on a, <laughs> a podcast. Just saying. Uh, let's go to hybrid intelligence for effective asset management. Decentralized financial analysts enhanced by artificial intelligence. Oh my God! Imagine you have access to the collective mind of everyone on the planet. Imagine this collective consciousness is enhanced by artificial intelligence. Imagine. The symbiosis of human and machine intelligence. What would you do with it? We make it a reality. We are Syndicator. Syndicator is creating an open ecosystem where we combine the collective intelligence of financial analysts, data scientists, traders, and investors. This ecosystem provides a more efficient approach and valuable predictive analytics for asset management, where everyone can monetize individual intelligence. Invest your intelligence. Learn more at syndicator.com. All right, guys. So I just looked at it here in like five minutes. Um... They're trying to do a fuck ton, and they have their, their white paper looks really good. They're trying to create a bot as well. 
I need to I need to jump into more research on this guys before I give you my opinion, but I did not see this coming at the bottom. Why did why were we even going this low? Oh, because I was looking for game credits. I wasn't even looking towards like anything else. Holy shit. 19 cents up 121%. Gosh, that's a huge jump. Something must be brewing. Where is it? Oh, it's on Binance. That's why. Okay. Did it just get on Binance? Uh, it doesn't look like it just got on Binance. Looks like it's been on there a while. Yeah, man, they're, they're, they have a really good marketing team. Really good marketing team. Everything looks legit as fuck. And then not only that, they, they throw in the artificial intelligence aspect. Uh, you throw artificial intelligence and you throw blockchain in the same sentence, people just get their mouths start watering. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. I mean, I'm I, my mouth watered when I saw it. I was like, holy crap. What are they what are they doing? Yeah, anyways, we'll have to get this we'll have to look back at this maybe tomorrow or on Monday when I have more time because or you guys should check it out. Uh Syndicator number ninety five on the coin market cap. It's it's fucking rising fast. It's at nineteen cents, um hundred twenty one percent up. Crazy, craziness, and that's the end of this thriller coin talk. This was an exciting thriller coin talk, probably our longest one yet. If you guys want to support the show, I highly recommend it. Head on over to Patreon where you can join Thriller Podcast and get all our access to everything. You know, we have everything there, all kinds of stuff. No, seriously, um, I think this weekend we're gonna record the um, uh the uh, Thriller Podcast producer show. So this is like the behind the scenes of what goes on with Thriller Podcast. We talk about numbers. We talk about everything. Um, it's strictly for our $5 tier on Patreon. If you guys want to know what happens behind the scenes of Thriller Podcast and you want to know what that what really goes on, get on that tier and then you can find out. Josine's on it. She knows, she knows what's going on behind the scenes of Thriller Podcast. She knows everything. She's our executive producer. So... You guys want to be a part of the executives producer club of Thriller Podcast? Join the five dollar tier, and uh, you'll get access to that episode this weekend. So it's it's its own little episode for that tier. Um, what else do we got? I think that's it. So I do want to end the show, and I do want to talk about one thing that I didn't mention. I want to talk about when when to hold and when to sell. I think I think for the most part, if you guys you guys buy in like let's look at me for example i put a probably a total of uh, 1700 into crypto i've turned that 1700 into really good amount <laughs> i'm not going to give you the number because uh, i don't want i don't want to influence you that way but i will say it's a really good amount a big amount to where i have money to play with now i made the mistake early on in not pulling from my pulling from from my initial invested. Do you know what I mean? Like I need to pull that $1700 that I originally invested and then play with just you know house money what they call it. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. If you guys are, you know, putting thousands of dollars, I hope not, but if you're putting thousands of dollars into cryptocurrency and right now we're we're all losing, not just me, not just you, like we're all losing unless you're a syndicator and you bought it at a penny. But do um, you know what I mean? Like we're all losing. So what I'm saying is make sure, not right now, because there's no point of doing it because you're going you're gonna to sell at a loss. But once these markets come back up here in February and March and we start seeing these nice little gains again, and then trust me, once it gets to like July and June, and then once it gets to August, September, we're going to get really nice highs. Make sure you pull what you need to at that time. Do not make the same mistake I did last year when I had all these nice highs and I didn't pull. And now I'm stuck right now because I held. I hodled. I should have pulled my original investment when I had the time. Do you know what I mean? So I really want to end with that because I feel like that can help a lot of people. With that, get on your square cash out. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin and save the fucking world, baby. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Coin Talk with R. Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Coin Talk is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. 
Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not hard. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world, one Satoshi at a time.